Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. Emma Wilman with Matteo Lane. Here we are. We're doing it. Hi, Matteo. We, we sound good. Emma yep. is has hired. If you guys are on our Patreon and watching this, Emma has hired Lucasfilm to film her. She's li- she's lit by the same people that light Jesus for all his Renaissance paintings. I don't know she's- why the lighting is good because I just have the overhead. I just have my overhead light. It's the filter, so, right? So right when we logged on to, I said to Mateo, go, oh, your skin looks supple. And he's like, it's the filter. And then I was thinking we should have someone on to teach us about taking a compliment because I always do that too. If someone says like, oh, you look, good which to be totally transparent has not been happening recently because of the teeth so people are usually like oh wow you got the tooth you got Got the the tooth tooth. yeah i got a temp tooth tooth and a hot bod and a hot girlfriend you don't have to pull the tooth out emma it's not the permanent tooth but that's about the not taking the compliment where it's like if someone says like oh you look good i'll be like i got botox ah i'm an idiot you know what i mean so it's like a good because it's like when, you know, or now if someone says a good set, I just say thank you. And I do not engage with anything. I just, thank you so much. Thank you. I don't say thanks, really, because I didn't if, like it. If a comic says good set and I really respect the comic, I'll say to them, thanks. I'm working out this specific yes. bit. Do you have any comments? <laughs> any, any other any other notes? They're like, oh, sh-. have you ever said good set to someone after you didn't watch their set? No, I won't lie. So I try to be really like sincere about that, too, because I it's like just like a lame thing to do. But I right. met this girl or I don't want to be too specific, uh, the comic who they said I, we were talking and then I was like, uh, I said, oh, yeah, great job. And then she kind of called. Me, she was like, oh, I didn't know you were watching me. And I was like, I, then I realized I was like, oh, I wasn't actually I was walking by. I didn't see or hear anything. So then I was like, um, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I caught it through the um, like the wall area I could hear. But that's not a good thing to do to lie and say good set if you didn't see someone set because they know if you're in the room. Well, and maybe she had a bad the, set and then it's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, why are you being? Yeah, a dick never, about? never lie to someone and say it was a good set. Right. There's a difference between watching someone work something new out and mm-hmm. then you can be like, well, I like where this is going or like yesterday, Jared Freed murdered. He was literally murdered. I haven't seen Jared perform in a, a long time, and his standup has elevated to uh, like a really high level Good for him. And and he's saying things that are not controversial because you know it's not like he's you know talking like I don't know sex or gender or race or whatever. I mean, in a way, he is in some things, but it's like he's talking about things that make audiences perk up and mm. listen and he's mm. going into those places but in a very smart way he really killed and then last night he got off stage and he i said that was a great set and i was about to go on and he go he just stops what do you think about this should i add something to that i have to go out and do this real real quick but can i text you and i was like that's such a comic like he was in the zone comic yeah, that was, yeah. that's in the that, that's when he's in the zone and then you're like oops no like, pun intended like, he was talking about britney which her album in the zone really a, what the know, what the hell was he saying about britney i guess you don't want to give it away i'm not yeah i don't want to give it away yeah i saw chris um, rock, rock working out jokes the other night i mean that's that's the best when you could see chris rock 
By it the was way, cool. Al Franken has been performing at the cellar. I've never seen. So I was there. I just got back in town, but I was there on like last Wednesday and I saw him on the lineup and I was surprised. So the way it works this club in New York, a lot of times there's lots of famous people dropping by. A lot of times they give them fake names. So it'll be like if, if you see a name where it, it so usually it sounds like a real name, but you, if it's someone, then you'll kind of be like, you'll start to know like whose fake name stands for who. But Al Franken, they just had Al Franken. Yeah. And Wait, he's, he, he's very, he's very nice. But he brought me up in the New York Times. And Whoa. I want to get your opinion on He's the senator, so. right? He was the former senator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's stand up. What the fuck? I would well, not if I were a senator. Okay. So I just go get blown. Let me read this to you. It goes. It was a fairly typical night at the Comedy Cellars Village Underground with a procession of young comics telling jokes about bickering couples, body issues, and unglamorous sex. Oh, After Matteo Lane finished his set with a story about sleeping with a porn star, the curveball came. The host introduced the only performer on the lineup who was United States Senator, then Al Franken, 70, uh, wearing a button-down shirt, slowly walking on stage. He looked toward Lane, a cons- uh, a, took a considered pause, and in a mock outrage exclaimed, he stole my act. Now, that's funny. Yes, but the New York Times should be, they didn't ask me mm. if they could use my name or my material. Right. And that is out, taken out of context because I'm talking about a really specific joke that I haven't put out yet. Right, right. So now it just, which, the, by the way, nothing wrong with porn stars. I would. Of course. Right. I'm just saying to to not ask. I'm talking about the joke. Yeah. Didn't ask me if you could use that. So now it's taken a lot of it's leaves a lot of confusion. Like, okay, what? You know what I mean? Like, I don't like that. Shouldn't the New York Times say, Mr. Mateo comedian, is it? Are we allowed to use some? I don't know. I I know. I don't know. I know. I know with like filming, you have to. I don't know what the rules are with. I, I would think they would but i don't know maybe if it's because it's like a public forum then they it's like it's public but it's a maybe? it's a private the, the seller is a private owned business right so the comics are going up performing with that notion that it's a problem true business. true so, so why didn't the writer come up to me and say can i use your true. name in this article do you give me true. consent You're to right. say this about your joke yeah. they could have no said one it. asked me they could have literally they could have said a comedian or whatever, and then they don't need your name to then. That's interesting, too, because also, like, you're not allowed to have your phones out. You're not allowed to record. You you know, you can't be taking notes. So that means that the person must have been because it's specifically for people, safe space to work out jokes. So that means they like logged it in their head, which, you mm-hmm. know, they they know they're not supposed to be that re- you're not supposed to be reporting. Yeah, they should have asked. I mean, if they want. I wonder if they were trying to get out of the way of saying gay but they thought no no because porn star they no, wouldn't have, they weren't saying know. anything homophobic they were trying not to set all. al franken up to look funny right 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 so right but they did but they yeah they should have I asked i me, i was they, they sent it to me they're like oh congrats on the new york times article i was like why didn't they ask if i was okay with yeah this? that's weird that is weird strange i was a little pissed off but i mean uh, any press is good press I don't know. I guess so. I'm I don't know. You said I'm doing an OnlyFans. However, my OnlyFans <laughs> is just me naked cooking pasta, which honestly. But you're really going to, you're not, are you going to really do an OnlyFans? 
No, but I mean, if I was going to do an OnlyFans, I think that's what I would do. Because yeah. I don't know how to, be, like, Bob the Drag Queen was talking about this, where he's like, I don't know how to sexualize myself sometimes. Sure. In, in my world, if I was going to do an OnlyFans, I don't have the confidence that some of my friends who have OnlyFans have. They have such confidence. I'd be like, okay, I but can do naked cooking pasta. I think that would probably be a big hit. I mean, I'm sure people would still watch it. Of course. Are you kidding me? And learn something. I think if you wanted to do an OnlyFans, you would. I, I missed what bright. What what bright? What made you think of OnlyFans? Were you just thinking? Uh, of we're talking about porn. Oh yeah. Okay. So if you did an OnlyFans, yeah, that would be huge. I mean, comedian Karen Fien, when the um, pandemic started, she's she was like, I lost both my sources of income and started OnlyFans. She made like. I forget how much she said it was like 70 grand in three months or 100 grand for her good for her amount of money yeah she was like i was anyone interesting by the way working at paramount you know and then it's hard work my friend out there it's hard my friend diego grant is a um adult entertainer and has an only fans and it's fucking i mean it's hard it's a lot of work it's not just like go have sex and rank in the money it's it's, you're competing with a 24 yeah and it's a 24-hour job anyways um so i want to talk to you about this therapy because i just started seeing a therapist so wait you are getting what kind of a therapist is it called So i've seen the same therapist for about two years and she's great i really really like her but it's like traditional therapy where you go in and talk about your problems and like process it and stuff so because of the dental stuff this is going to connect so part of what happened with the dentist was the dentist who did the dental surgery wasn't the type of specialist that normally does that. So that's not to say why things went a little haywire, but I definitely feel better seeing something called a DMD. I don't know what these fucking things mean, but it's like, see the, there's different dentists that do these different things, whatever, specialists. So then I was like poking around at therapists and this, and my my therapist and I were, have been talking about it. And I was like, have you heard of behavioral therapy? And she was like, it's not something that I do, but I think it would be really beneficial for you because it's really good for people with ADHD and addiction type, personalities because it's and this is me saying this without me ever going to one but from what i've read it's like relearning please correct me if guys if you know better than i do about it but it's like it's more about but you know reactions and behaviors so it's like say you something normally makes you angry then it's like thinking about like you they'll give you like homework like why does it make you angry and then you write out like breathing techniques and tools because that's after therapy for two years which has been really great now I'm like, I'm like, I want some tools, like really specific tools that aren't the analyzing it. We've analyzed a lot, but I'm like, now I want to be like, okay, my toolbox for life. Like, all right, here's where I fucking color or here's where I, whatever. Can, can you know I, what I mean? Can I ask if you had to tell me just, you know, sort of real basic, cause I just had to do this with my therapist. I'm starting to see what is it in life that you'd like to see? What are the I things you want to focus on? Because the thing is now, so I've been really trying to still, I've been really, really busy, but I'm like, I still want to make sure I get like seven to eight hours of sleep for sure. Seven to nine mm-hmm. hours of sleep. And I want to be able to exercise a couple times a week. Like if that needs, if I'm really busy, like just as long as I do that twice a week. Okay. Um, so that, and then be, then like, I want to make sure that I can like, because in the past, if I've gotten really busy, I'll be like, oh, I won't sleep so much. I'll just drink a lot of caffeine, but I don't want to do that anymore because then I feel like I hate my life. 
So can I ask you if you, know, you have like one of the things that my mother instilled in me, which there's downsides to this too, is that I have I'm very routine oriented. Yes, yeah, so I've got a morning routine and a night routine. Yeah. So what's your what's when you're you know obviously when we're in New York, what is your let's both go over our morning routines like morning morning now get up drink water have coffee make my bed with the coffee if lexi's yeah we have the same morning routine yeah (laughs) like and then if lexi's there we i usually still stick to it then i also my morning routine now is and then right after i make my bed then i'll usually like brush my teeth and then i kind of that's about it like i've tried making it be like and then i work out but it just doesn't it has to just be i kind of stack things around like there's this book called Atomic Habits where it's called, they do habit stack where it's like, what's something you know you're going to do? That's something you want to do. What do you know you're going to do? I know I'm going to drink coffee. Come hell or high water. So it's like, can I put drinking water with the coffee? Yes. Can I associate it making my bed? So the coffee gets like two things. So it's like before the coffee, I drink the water and I'll drink it. I'll literally drink it like fucking like looking at the coffee, just being like, fuck, da, da, da. Drink the coffee. It's good that you drink water because I drink water first thing in the morning. But also keep regular. It keeps it fucking regular. I mean, I have the same time I go to the bathroom every day. It's like I know when I wake up, I have water. Then I have my coffee. It usually is like, bing. Yeah. And then I have breakfast. And then I have breakfast to watching, you know, like, I don't know, British Bake Off or something on TV. And then it's like I wait an hour and then I go to the gym. Now, at what point do you pick up your phone? Because I've been trying to put, I've been trying to make right it. Right away. Yeah, see, that is the tough one. I've been really trying to not, ooh, but it is real because I love checking TikTok. So that's a tough one. I will, I will check like just messages and Instagram messages. Yeah. Then what I do, I do put it away. I just either play like an old Howard Stern episode or jazz music or something to like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not very good with silence and I don't know if that's bad. I need to have yeah. someone always talking like probably pretty. N- I like, well, like John, a- La- John Laster yeah. was saying that he, John Laster, if you guys don't know mm-hmm. him, he's an incredibly funny comedian. And, um, he said that what he does is he wakes up and has like music playing or classical music or mm. something to distract him from. You know, I mean, once I'm eating breakfast, then I'll start digging into Instagram. Today, Instagram has been right. down, so it's been a nice break. It has. So when I was, I thought it was because I was flying, but then when I landed, it still wasn't working. What is it? How, how can Instagram go down? It went down because the <laughs> server went down. So Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp are all down. Oh, shit. You know, there's a lot of people that are back in the office right now, just tap looking at their coworkers for the first time. Like, who, you know what I mean? Who are like, you? Who are you? How did you get here? Right. What like, am I doing here? I'm HR. I'm the wrong person that, to just ask. But that's that's going to make the day a little slower. If well, you did you one. see that thing about the Facebook whistleblower who came out to say that the algorithm of Facebook and Instagram specifically targets people and their insecurities and raises depression and suicidal rates in young girls? It makes people more angry. It, it's shaping societies. It's Fuck. shaping how we view and talk to each other. So these algorithms on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, even though she didn't work for Twitter, but hello, let's not have like Twitter. Right, right, right. You know, not. It's not that. like Twitter's over there. Like, oh my god, those dirty p- Instagram and Facebook people. We would never. Well, because like, they like, make those companies make more money when people are outraged. So more people course, engage with their yeah, phone on exactly. outrage than they do with happy. Yep. So. 
my you TikTok know, and, class guy literally said that. He's like, if you want to get engagement, he's like, say something controversial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I don't want to do. So I'm know. like slowly depleting everything in my I only have an Instagram left. Oh, my phone. I only have an Instagram left. I love and Facebook. I need Instagram to promote shows. Yeah. Um, I will never go off of Facebook. I, I don't eat, check it. I check it. Really? Like I deleted Facebook years yeah. ago. I don't know why I just like it because I like interacting in the message boards. And also with Facebook, I can like go in and like post stuff and like interact. And it doesn't it feels a little calmer. It's not like my feed isn't just it's not the feed is less intense for whatever could reason. I could. Could I say, do you think it would be worth your efforts in improving your mental health for you know obviously you're talking about seeing a different type of therapist right. so, and this goes for me as well to give yourself a dedicated time to be on I've tiktok tried that it's really hard i've gotten a lot like what i've been doing with tiktok now is i've just been doing it just like much less where I mean, well, doing TikTok is one thing. Making doing, videos right. is that's one thing. That's it's that's your creativity, yeah. your editing, yeah, you're yeah. putting together, you're thinking outside the box. Right. It's the engagement, right? That is trolling. sucking you. I think also TikTok to me now is like I don't get quite as lost in it, but I'll I just haven't had the time to do it too. Where I'll be like, okay, I literally have to go before where if it was less structured, I'd just get more lost in it, but. Ah, I try, I've tried doing that. I've never been able to stick to it where I'm like, okay, on Sundays from two to four, I get to TikTok. I, I, I mean, I, that I probably, it would be good. I really try to not do it before bed. Cause that's like I'll, last night I knew I was like in pretty early. I was, was in bed at like 11 and I was like, if you want to watch a movie or something fine, but like get off your phone. And I just tossed it. And then I went and got it. And then I tossed it again. And then I went and got it. And then I was like, well, I, I think it's your, you know, you, you like a lot of people tend to jump to these extremes, right? So it's like people who don't go to the gym, who decide they want to go to the gym, go to the gym to this extreme, right? So every day it's at a hundred percent. It's like, you know, sure. everything is sort of like that, like a small crescendo or decrescendo. Yeah, I've never like gone to small... an extreme with social media though, because the extreme would be then me not going on it. So I've just cut it. <laughs> That's the same as you throwing your phone. It's like, well, but go on it less, not to not go on it. So it's like, say I was right. on it like okay. three hours now to be like, okay, you don't go on it before bed. The compromise is going on it for like maybe an hour a day. But like yesterday, I was just promoting on it. And then I was like, it's okay. It's 11. Toss the phone, toss the phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you tried doing it where, you, but I do see, of course, with the extreme stuff, but then that doesn't, I mean, it just doesn't work. Well, yesterday I went to Six Flags, which I have so many stories about. And, um, where in Connecticut do they have one? No, in New Jersey. Oh, with my really? So, oh, I had fun. so much fucking fun. But um, we had a, our phones put away for a lot of it. We Great. had to put it in the lockers, and it was so oh, nice. You had to? Yeah, because you're going on all these water rides. Your right. phone will fly off the right. You know. So we went on. We put our phone away in these lockers, and it was so. It only took ten minutes to not have your phones, to not think about mm-hmm. your phone, and yep. you're sitting with your four friends and you're engaging in conversation. Yep. And I'm like, Jesus Christ! It it's so like if I just like if I was like Fran Leibowitz and I decided I'm off my phone, mm-hmm. everyone else is still on their phone, so right. it doesn't matter, you know. Yes, this is so this is so 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 true. I've had that before, where like if I'm going to like a family thing, or I'm like, okay, I'm gonna not be on my phone. 
and then I won't have it, but then other people have it. And then I'm like, oh, I want my phone. It's tough. It is, it's fucking a day where I want to, I'll feel it too. Where I want to Google something. I'll be like, oh, and then if I can't don't have my phone, I feel at the gym. Sometimes I'll leave it like charging, but mm-hmm. I don't know. We're all addicted. We're all addicted. addicted. It's, it's, it's how but we I've manifest it. I, I'm not, really I mean, I would out. love to say that I've cut back. I think the thing too is like, there is a part of me, especially as like a young artist, like where I would get lost in so much my, of my artwork. I mean, illustrations sure. and drawings, and I could just focus on that. And yes. those feelings are just completely melted away because now I'm just have the phone or video games. Right. And it's not like I'm not on stage becoming, you know, writing and doing it. Like it's a different type of art. So different. So you're not like in, because on stage, it's like you're literally interrupted by other energies when people are laughing. You know, it's not like you're in your zone of painting or drawing, which is more. That's right. It's, it's solitude. Interrupt- solitude. More, that's more intimate. Yeah. Do you draw on your iPad, though? Not in a long time. <sighs> and it's still the screen. We're still yeah. looking at. Have you ever looked at your phone where it's like the amount of time you spend on the phone? Have you, you have that on? Mine's gone down, down that's 70% good. from last week. But oh, that's, that's great. I was playing the Sims on my laptop. Yeah, that's great. Mine is up. It's always it's not up, but it's always so high. I mean, it's down, but it's still at like 16 hours. I'm like, what the fuck? That's crazy. I um I did go to Six Flags yesterday and I have a a fun bit about it now. Yeah, great. It was like nothing has changed. I haven't been really? to Six Flags since I was 13. Now, do you like roller coasters? I haven't been on a roller coaster in like, like I don't even know the last time. Uh, yeah, I do, but I haven't, go- I haven't gone since I was like, maybe Disney World when I was a kid, 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 kid. Like I, I would you, there was a ride, I forget the name of it, but it's the fastest, tallest ride in the world. And they basically- I'd be scared. Said, would you do it? I don't know. I think I'd be like, uh, I'd want to like go to the doctors first and be like, am I good? Because if I do something like that and I get some fucking tooth problem based on that, I I would lose it. Well, not that I mind would. is that I, when you're going that high, part of you really doesn't feel that secure. Yeah. Like there's not. I mean, they should. I'm like, we should be strapped down a little more than this. Right. Because also it's probably not the, the straps are probably made for the average size person, which is probably bigger than you. Well, yeah, or man. little because there's kids who or go there's on kids, there. Yeah. So tighten that shit up. Don't want to sneak. I mean, I bet it's so safe. Though. I want to be duct taped into the fucking seat. Like, I mean, I, I'm not afraid of roller coasters. Mm-hmm. I have a blast. But there's moments your head go like my friend Sean and I were on this one where they you hold in and then you just like are like that. And as you're flying, I'm like. There's not much really holding me in this thing. I wonder if anyone's ever because if anyone gets hurt from it, then they would sue the living bejesus out of them. I don't know. I've never I've never heard of anyone falling out of it, though. Me neither. So that's good. You know but what I mean? It's all run by like 16 year olds. It's like, hi, welcome to Six Flags. OK, get ready to go. We yay. <laughs> were there kids there like looking at you guys? Well, I bought. The, well, we were like the only gays there, but really? we did buy the pass. That pass mm. that lets you skip the lines. Mm-hmm. Worth it. It's great to be an adult with an income because I right. was like. Fuck waiting. I Were remember I remember like, like hey. two hours waiting as a kid for 30 seconds. So sure. like, 
fuck this. I make a fucking living. I want to get on first. That was the food. Isn't the food there like diarrhea? Fuck. Yeah. You know, they, I mean, they, Disney World had well, good food. I remember that. Disney World had really good food well, there's, like there, all over the world. There, there's like a Johnny Rockets, I guess you can eat there, mm. but it's like the food's bad and it's expensive. Right. But I got McDonald's beforehand. My friends and I thought it'd be really fun to go get McDonald's beforehand. And fuck, it's fun to eat McDonald's. God, McDonald's, those re- those mass chain restaurants, it's like they have it down to such a science. What makes your the the most common denominator of t- flavor and taste? And so it's because I went to Applebee's when I was in San Francisco and I was like, this is just so good. Like they the way they fry the chicken it's, wings, it's like it's insane. I, but I want like a familiarity thing. So it's like maybe if we, but it's if we had really never good. had McDonald's. Right. And all of a sudden we eat McDonald's, we'd probably be like, Damn, you think this so? is really shitty. But the amount of salt and the texture, like they have, they, that it's such a big business. They've tested that and they're down to like oh, a little more of this, a little more of that. Like it's the, it's like the nuclear missile that probably the same amount of time on that as they have perfecting the McDonald's it's, French fries. It's the Facebook of food. It's the fit. I bet they've spent even McDonald's has spent because you it's just I've never had the chicken nuggets, everything. I'm like, this is so good and I want more. And they fucking nailed it. I feel the chicken nuggets aren't as good as they used to be. Haven't had them in a long time. This is a controversial statement, but I don't feel that they're as good as they used to be. Let's see if the chicken nugget reviews from McDonald's have found. I haven't had them for a long time. So when I was in Michigan, the hotel with last this weekend was right next to a McDonald's. So I went there to get coffee and one morning I got water, coffee, oatmeal, and it was three dollars. Oh, it's and I said, fuck. why, thank you. And they were like, sure. And I was like, that's incredible. I was like, each one of these things is a dollar. And they're like, yeah, get out of line. I was like, OK, all right. All right. That's pretty, <laughs> Where was this again? It was in Lansing, Michigan. And it was the okay. I don't know if McDonald's is like, you know, their prices are the same all across the land, but that's not in New York. It's not the same in New York. OK, that makes sense. Cause I was like, and the coffee was awesome. I was like, this is better than Dunkin' Donuts or. Oh my God, Starbucks. my Uncle Mike would love you. My Uncle Mike would not shut up one year about coffee from McDonald's. That's your best coffee. I love your coffee from McDonald's. It's, good. it's so good. We're like, shut up. You don't like that coffee to stop it. <laughs> it's really, really good. Wait, McDonald's has a, is that Travis Scott McDonald's chicken nugget pillow is the first thing that pops up now when you Google McDonald's chicken nuggets. I may just t- have the chicken nuggets gotten worse at McDonald's. Let's just has it declined? And also, so I'm so you were seeing a therapist and now you're going to see a new therapist. Yeah, I was seeing a therapist for a couple of years, maybe a couple of years ago. And that's it, great. It's good. But we you get so far with a lot of issues about, you know, totally like growing up. However, and that's normal. My therapist said that it's normal to, you know, see a therapist for a long time or based on the relationship to move when you're working on different things yeah well i also too i talked joelle johnson actually guys if you don't know who she is she's extremely funny very funny comedian just shot her hour special um oh awesome she she wears a shirt that says let me talk to you about therapy and i was like Mm. i need to talk to you about therapy i deal with lots of anxiety and i really worry what other people think about me and it can be crippling sometimes sure it's like let's let's get working so she found my therapist i said i she said to me you know she goes i feel more comfortable having a black woman because i'm a black woman absolutely i said i i think you're right i would feel more comfortable talking to a gay guy so i I started talking to a gay guy and our first therapy session gave me a real sense of 
like confidence. Like I was I love like, that. wow, I feel a little more empowered than I did before. Great. After and one session, that's huge. Does she does she um see a certain type of therapist? That I don't know. Hmm. But it, I would definitely talk to Joyelle because she was walking around with a shirt and she was she really like helped me find this guy. That's but, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I And also, too, that's what I was talking to about Instagram, because it's like that was a big thing is like search of approval and validation and Instagram. It really can make you feel very bad about yourself. And the second I'm not looking at my phone and with my friends, I feel great again. But it's so interesting to hear for I would think for a lot of people to hear you say that because your Instagram is like, wow, like you're amazing. Like, it's like, oh, my God, that he, you feel that way. Then everyone. Would I completely. Yes, and I, by the way, completely understand that. Yeah, I, don't, like, I don't sit here and try and defend it any way, shape or form that I'm sure I'm not sure I absolutely put up photos or sexualize myself in a way that might make someone else feel the same feelings I'm feeling. I don't think those feelings have anything to do with what I'm projecting. Not at all. On others, it's what people right. project with them themselves. So, exactly. And I've talked about this with Bob. Bob says, you know, you should express yourself however you want to express yourself. Exactly. And if someone has a problem, that's obviously their problem. And I recognize yep. that this is my problem. Um, also, my Instagram, too, as of late, has just been like comedy videos or like Janice and Jeffrey or whatever. So I think that it's totally also I mean, it's it's just uh it just shows that like no one's exempt from feeling that way. I, as I was reading something fucked up that TikTok says is sometimes if I don't know if this is true, but one theory was if someone hasn't been posting in a while, they'll make it so one of your posts then gets a ton of traction to then make you want to go back and post more. So, you know what I mean? So it's like giving you like a hit where it's like you haven't posted in a while. You used to post a lot. One post, they'll like really push it. So all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, like I need to get back on there because it's I, I got all these views. But it's it's something to do with bots. That's what that's what TikTok. The secret I'm going to guess that the secret of their algorithm is that they they make it like a part of the system to get lots of followers and views and like quickly so that people want to keep engaging because people engage right. in social media because it's who's interacting with them. Right. Right. Yeah. I. I was it, and it's addictive. So it's trying to get the people that are putting it out there, too. And then you're like, oh, shit, like I'm getting a hit, I'm getting a hit. I'm getting a hit, which very sneaky, very sneaky. Um, Was the how often are you going to see the new therapist once a week? Once a week. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. I mean, it can be as night. This therapist, the therapist I saw for two and a half years was definitely like good. I learned, you know, sometimes she would say she would give little nuggets of stuff that was very and it's also comforting to see the same person every week. Um, well, you're definitely it's definitely for building trust. Sure. Being able to build trust with somebody and work. Through yeah. Those issues. And and then sometimes I'd be like, why are you so expensive? Do, do you like, ever because I catch myself trying to protect my image and I will start to think of ways of sweetening up truths or lying. And then I mm. stop myself and just say the truth, which has yeah. been something that's really helped me. Like for I'll you, you have to remember that's it's right. for you. That's, that's right. the key. So, do you ever do that? Or do you ever, I used to it? sometimes ask her if she was okay. Like, I'd be like, are you okay? Like, is this, how is this? And she would be like, and then I would catch myself doing it. And I've seen a therapist before in Boston and I used to do it with her. That's kind of what made me aware of it, where I'd be like, what was your experience with that? Like, is this all right? Or is this an OK thing to talk about? And then my most recent therapist was like, why? Like, why are you asking? And I was like, I was just, just I was like, I know what I said was a little in, like, what do you you know, what do you think about that? And she was like, 
what do you think about that? And then I'd be like, fucking bitch. But she, and then I'd be like, okay, you're right. You are a professional. I'm paying you for the service. I'm hiring you. I don't need to, you know, I was like, I'm going to trust that if something is too much or, and it's, I was probably was, I was like, I eat peanut butter with my hands. Oh my God. Do you think that's crazy? Like, you know, I'm sure she hears a lot more intense things, but it's like, I'm going to trust that if you have a problem, then you're a professional and you'll figure it out. And then we uncovered that it was because I used to try to like take care of my parents when I was little. I used to try to protect their feelings in the divorce. So it was like always trying to make sure that they were okay. So then I'm, but it's like, then I remember being like, oh yeah, I fucking pay you. You're my second biggest expense. Fuck, you know what I mean? When you think of it like that, that's, that, that changes it. And it doesn't affect, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because, no, I've been very true. I've been very truthful. Tomorrow I have my next appointment. Good for so. you. I understand why it's expensive too, because they have to. Because when I remember when I was in a relationship with therapists, it was like they have to pay for the room and they've got to pay for their all of this stuff. So now I'm. We're made, doing ours over Zoom right now. Oh, that's lovely. That's nice. I hope Zoom stays forever. I mean, because otherwise, it's otherwise, made it a lot easier to do a lot of easier. stuff. Now. I don't have to fucking fly back and forth to L.A. Yeah, exactly. Let's get in a fucking Zoom and do it. It makes it so ridiculous too to see about because like I've been doing like some writers meetings and I would have had to go to L.A. and put myself up and like meet with people. And then this instead, of, I wouldn't. That is just so looking back. And it's I'm like, like the closest thing to teleportation. Meeting out. Right. Zoom, baby. Zoom. My dad bought stock in Zoom right before um, COVID, but then he also sold it because he was like, this isn't going to. And then he's been he was like grumbling about that for a while. He so he sold it before it went up, but he was like he thought it was like really cool. It or was something like the next it. day. It was like the pandemic hit and everyone's like Zoom. Yeah. And so I was I like, he bought it before that. yeah, I don't understand what happened. Like, you, you know, yeah. Skype's pissed. Oh, Skype's like, we've been here. We've. What is someone I had a call at a um, call like casting thing on Skype maybe two months ago and they asked, what's your Skype? I'm like, what's your fucking Skype? I don't want a part of this I'm operation like, people who aren't doing Zoom now and are still sticking to Skype, Skype. It's like, fuck off. Just message me on my AOL chat. What are you talking about? Skype. No, no. Just click on Zoom. It was a casting thing and they kind of hoodwinked me. I was talking to one woman and she was like, OK, Emma. So now you're going to talk to Kelly real quick. And I was like, oh, is, is this a different thing? And she was like, no, but um, we did this part of the audition. This is actually a part two. We it, we're going to improv. And I was like, whoa. And then they Skype me over to somebody else. And it was I felt like I got tricked a little bit because then I called my uh, agent. I was like, I didn't know that was like a two part. And she was like, they didn't tell me either. They were trying to catch you off guard to see about your improv skills. And I was like, well, they caught me off guard. Cool. I'm an adult. Way to. And yeah, I was like, I don't have anything prepared. And they're like, it's improv. And I was like, <gasps> buckle up. I'm going to assume I did not get that since I was two months ago. I kind of forgot about it. God damn it. My mom's well, like, I can't believe they don't tell you when you don't get something. I'm like, oh, do they no, not? Be, I, I don't want to know. Yeah, Because well, also, yeah, one, you don't want to know. One, it's like, then that's just, yeah. I mean, I, then I you're don't just, someone's calling. Oh, by the way. Do not share with me. You didn't get it. Like, no, yeah, I got the hint that I didn't get it. Loud and clear. I don't want calls from my agent if it's good. Right. Yeah. You need yeah. To call me every day and be like, you know. Um, Are you touring coming up? Yes. So I'm going to be in D.C. October 15th and 16th. I I'm, love D.C. I know. Um, 
And you're going to be in San Francisco, too, because when I was in San Francisco, I saw your face. Mm. They had your face out at um, on they had there was like a table with like everybody's face that's coming. And then I saw your face and San Francisco is really fun. They are on their shit with COVID everywhere you go. Like some place in New York, it's like you don't have to show your past in San Francisco. You got everywhere you go, you show your past. No exceptions. My phone died once and I have my pass on my phone and they were like, you can't. It was actually at Applebee's. They're like, well, you can't come in. And I was like, oh, I was like, I promise I'm vaccinated. Mm. And they're like, nope. So I had to go charge my phone to get in. Well, I'll be at the Arlington Draft House in Arlington, Virginia, a.k.a. D.C. Yes. yes. October Great. 15th and 16th. And then November 19th and 20th, I'll be at Cobbs in San Francisco. Yes. December 3rd to 5th, Comedy Off-Broadway in Lexington, Kentucky. Hmm. And... Uh, Have you been to Lexington, Kentucky before? I've never been there. Never. I have no idea. I don't even know what to get. I don't even know what that is. So... Well, Cobbs was Cobbs is really, really. That's what everyone fun. says that it yeah. was so I keep like sucking down the last of my espresso because I don't want to go make another one. Oh, so this was a thing I did, too. I cut down on caffeine, which because when I started being like, I have to be getting more sleep because there was two months where I was like, I can I can get not get that much sleep. And then I felt so bad. I track my caffeine intake and, and I was drinking. I so I'm trying to cap it at 400 milligrams, which is four cups. OK but which is, I mean, I don't know how much you drink a day. Normally I'll have like five now, which I know sound, I mean, but I have a double shot of espresso in the morning. Yeah. And then a shot of espresso in the afternoon. So that's 300. So that's good. Cause you just don't want to go above 400. Cause I, I have a super coffee that's 200 and then I'll have an iced coffee. Then we're at about 400 if I'm being honest. And then I'll have like a tea. So it's like, but that helps. Anxiety. You can't sleep. So what I've been doing is not having it past six o'clock, but don't have it past four. Yeah. Yeah. Like last night I had. I and I and no Diet Coke, because sometimes you'll be out thinking, oh, Diet Coke. Yeah, that shit's got caffeine in it, too, because I was like, fuck, I feel like I can't have anything. But then it, it, it is fine. But that'll help when you cut down on you don't need to cut down on caffeine, but and you don't do pre-workout drinks. Mm-mm. I had them. Five times in my life. I don't know who is doing these things and acting okay. Like it has the one I was doing was a standard amount of caffeine. It was 300 milligrams of caffeine in the thing. It had creatine in it. But and I was really excelling at the gym, but it's not I couldn't sleep. I I, I did a workout and I was like, <gasps> And then I, I realized it was the caffeine. And I mean, I don't, I'm surprised I didn't have a heart attack, <laughs> which just someone please burn my computer, burn the porn, in the, burn the porn on my computer. And I, I don't want to die from taking a pre-workout drink like a fucking asshole. You know what I mean? I, I don't think you're going to die. Have you ever uh, tried gonna, one? No, 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 no. Real in all your working out, you've never tried a pre-workout drink? Wow. <sighs> Uh, where can we find you, Emma? So I'm not on the road very much coming up. I might be in. Uh, I'm basically not on the road very much coming up. I'll be in New York, but I've got shows most nights. In, oh, OK, wait, I spoke too soon. Next uh, on the 8th, I'm going to be in 
New Jersey and uh, this coming weekend, October 8th, I'll be in New Jersey doing an hour with um, Andrew Chavone is featuring. He's really funny. And then also on the 9th, I'll be doing an hour outside of Philly. These are all on my website, immwoman.com. Andrew Chavone is also featuring. His girlfriend is a comedian and she sent me a message and was like, hey, I'm having a birthday on the 8th if you're around. And I was like, I'd love to come. And then I realized I was like, but I'm actually going to be with your boyfriend doing a show out of the city. So I sent him a message and was like, hey, don't feel any pressure to feature for me that night. I know it's your girlfriend's birthday. And he was like, she did a show on my birthday. Like, we're all good. And I was like, okay, all right. Thank you. You're all right. All, excellent. So I'm doing those eighth and ninth. And then, then I'm in um, New York for two weeks. And then I do go to LA, but uh, I'll let you guys know if I can promote anything around that. But then I'm going to be in, I'm not going out of town in November. And then I've, I've got something in December, but I'll promote that when we get closer to it. If you want to see no, a show in New York City, come out. It's really the shows in the city have a great vibe. Not to be too hippy dippy, but it's fun. <laughs> well, make sure to like and subscribe. And we're going into the yeah. studio next week together. So we have some yep. guests and yep. we will see y'all soon. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, everyone. Star Avenue, a podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.